Welcome to Project Hunt. Project Hunt. Bow hunting podcast. Your solution for do-it-yourself hunts and hunting stories. And now, here's your host, Cody Kasinger. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Project Hunt Bowhang Podcast. Uh, I had linked up with a good buddy of mine, Caspia. I haven't talked to him for a little while, so I thought about go ahead and get him on the podcast. So, uh, Cas, how you been doing, man? What's going on? Good, man. How you been doing? Uh, trying to uh, still film my buck tag here in Kentucky. What about yourself? Yeah, it's been a rough season. Oh, it's been a disaster, man. Um, <laughs> I was, as you know, I hunt nothing but public ground, and I actually had seen my number one buck that I was after, and uh, he was behind me, 30 yards, drew back, went to go shoot, and the bottom limb of my Matthews hit a uh, limb sticking out on the tree, so it derailed my bow. Dang, man. I've had that exact thing happen to me, but it was my first time hunting whitetail in Arkansas, and I uh, drew back. It was not, not a big buck, but I was hunting public land, too. It was awesome, and I didn't stand up out of my stand, and the bottom of my cam hit my knee, and the arrow went about 10 yards. Oh, dude, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely a letdown, but you know what? When you look back on it, it's like, I just got to eat, like, grind even harder to get it done. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's a weird feeling. Oh, yeah, man. And you always, I mean, I learned from that. And, I mean, I always try to learn something every time I go out and hunt. So, that that was my learning experience that hunt. So, um, jumping into the episode real quick, the total archer challenge, dude. I've heard so many badass things about it. So tell me, tell me your experience. I want to hear straight rundown who all you went with and uh, your your favorite thing about the whole total archery challenge. Oh man, it was awesome. So uh, I went. My first time was this last summer. Um, I went with the Prime group. So I went with uh, Tim Insley, Jason Matzinger, uh, Johnny Utah, Sam Soholt, um, and then the the prime marketing guys, um, Ryan Silver and his group. And we, uh, went to park city, our first trip. And if you're, if you're in any kind of bow hunter, man, I recommend going. It's especially if you hunt like out West, um, like elk or mule deer or anything, man, it is, it's the most realistic 3d shoot. There is the, I mean, the angles, the shots, uh, it's a lot of hiking. Um, but man, it's it it's a blast, dude. Uh, are you thinking about going? Oh, I definitely like to be able to go. It's just you know, with work and having a family and stuff, juggling all that all them at once. It's uh, it's definitely on the bucket list. Though. I'm definitely going to try to go. I know me and you had talked about linking up and going to hunt in your home state. Uh, well, before you moved back to Colorado, but um, we're definitely still going to have to get together and do a hunt together. It'd be awesome. Yeah, dude, definitely. But uh, dude, if you can hit the total archer challenge up man it is it's unreal so they they do it at like uh on like ski resorts so you ride the lift up and you have uh there's three courses you can shoot um so you when you sign up you sign up for one of the courses and dude they're so fun man you probably hike so you hike down the mountain and it's probably i would say three or four mile hike and you're shooting like 25 targets um, and dude, the shots are so realistic. And then, and then you have some fun shots that are 80, hundred yard shots, you know, that are fun. Um, 
but definitely bring some arrows, dude. I think I lost five arrows or so. <laughs> really? But, uh, yeah, man. It, it was fun, dude. It was awesome. It sounds like a good time. I know uh, I was watching your Instagram pretty closely. Um, also, while we're talking about Instagram real quick, uh, if you want to plug your handle in real quick, so that way if any listeners want to give you a follow on Instagram, they can. No, sweet, man. It's uh, Cass, C-A-S-S underscore Via, V-I-A. It's just oh, my you, name. That's the, you, you got rid of the wild horse on there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Tim and I were, we had wild horse going, but um, he's booking a lot of jobs down south. And I, since I moved back to Colorado, it just wouldn't work out. So I just, just a freelance guy now. You enjoying that pretty well? Oh, man, I love it. It's uh it's nice to uh, kind of market yourself, and if you don't want to do a job, I mean, you can turn it down. You know, it's it, it it's just a lot more freedom, and I I really like it. Awesome. So, um, one question: since we're talking about freelance here, what is the rundown of your uh, camera equipment? Like your go-to, if you were to, if all your camera equipment was laid out on a table, and someone was like, "Hey, let's go do a job. We're going to film a hunt." What is the equipment that you would grab in a rush? Um, so are we talking about filming? Cause it, oh, yeah. Photography. Okay, filming. Um, I would grab my Sony a- A7 III body. Of course, that's the body I run. I absolutely love it. Um, and I would grab my uh, 24 to 105 lens, F4, and my 70 to 200, and then my 24 uh one four prime lens that's like my go-to lens when i'm filming in really low light or if i need some wide angle stuff um i'd grab that i'd grab my wireless mics and i would call it good man i can usually do any job with the those things right there you hear that everybody he, he can do any job with those lenses so if you're listening and you call him he better show up with those lenses <laughs> <laughs> yeah Right. Okay. So, um, you're guiding elk hunts now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I guide, uh, elk hunts, elk and mule deer hunts in Colorado at a, uh, Louisiana purchase ranch. Uh, the owners are from Louisiana, so it's called Louisiana purchase ranch. It's in, uh, Meeker, Colorado. You liking it pretty well? Oh yeah, man. It's, dude, it was a blast. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, man. It's, it's unreal. He has, uh, like, 35,000 acres up there and we run uh we run about like average probably 14 15 elk hunters a week during the four seasons um and i think we killed about 45 bulls this year so it it was awesome dude we had uh so every single hunter had an opportunity at an elk they they like and by opportunity i mean they shot at an elk they just some of them just missed but uh dude it, it was unreal man it's awesome so how many how many miles would you say you hike in a weekend chasing elk uh depending on the the hunters you had because we had some older hunters that couldn't walk a lot uh so we would like just set them up on a can we'd just watch a canyon all day um uh, but if you have a good group of walkers you're probably walking 20 25 miles a week that's really not bad honestly no it's not um but i mean 
up and down terrain though i mean it's pretty intense i'd say so with all the gear and stuff on your back but someone who just walks like 25 miles in a straight line is probably like oh i can do it all day long i'm telling you guys listen we run a gun a lot with a lot of gear on our back and when you go up and down bridges and stuff in mountains it gets pretty pretty rough yeah no it is man and we so being a guide you have to carry all the knives you have to carry the water you have to carry extra water for the hunters uh that's a rule that that ranch has so we have to carry water for them uh we have to carry all the game bags uh we have to carry the, our the first aid kit um so my bag's probably running 30 35 pounds and that's just um, as a guide that's not including what the hunter's carrying around too right yeah yeah the hunters carry their own stuff we just have to carry extra water for them it's just the safety stuff you know um yeah, man. And then, but what, what's nice about that ranch, though, is we have a packer. So if we do kill an elk or a deer, we call in the horses. So we don't have to pack any elk out. Uh, there was there were some times where we would kill it in the bottom of the canyon, and we'd have to like pack it up just because the oak brush was too thick and the horses couldn't get down there. But uh, that saved us a lot. I I would definitely say so. So let let's yeah. just say that you are packing. Like if someone wanted to go on a uh, on a guided hunt, what is uh, some pointers that you can give them people to kind of get ready for that kind of intensity? Uh, definitely um, get in shape. Uh, and my, my favorite exercise for that is uh, just wear like a backpack, uh, put some dumbbells in there and get on the stair stepper. Um, that kind of simulates like the mountains that you're walking up here. Um, and then if you're rifle hunting, um, definitely be able to shoot at least – our average shot was probably 400 yards. So definitely be able to shoot 400 yards. Um, if you come archery hunting, uh, you'll have to be even more in shape because we'll bugle, and if we hear a bull, we're going after him. <laughs> oh, um, dude, that, 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 that just sounds like a dream, like waking up yeah. and hearing bugles, like straight from a camp. Oh, man, it'd be awesome. Yeah, dude, it's 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 so, so much fun. It's, uh yeah, it's pretty cool. You're uh, sleeping, you're just laying there in the cabins, and you can just hear the elk bugling, man, all night. Yeah, that, that definitely sounds like something that I'd love to do. I know, yeah, I, I do know, like, my dream hunt, like, out of everything – period like besides whitetails dude i want to kill a caribou i want to go hunt a caribou so bad oh yeah so uh we had a guide up there uh his name's colin i'm actually good buddies with him he guides in alaska and uh he he does caribou and doll sheep and grizzly bear and moose um and he's got me he he's been talking about caribou hunts and i have the itch to go now real bad too it'd be unreal so have you have you ever heard of uh, Chris Will? He lives in uh, Indiana, Evansville, Indiana. No, doesn't sound familiar. Okay, well, I'm like I'm pretty good buddies with him. I'm actually messaging him right now about doing a podcast with me. But uh, you can check out his Instagram. It's Will W I L L the number two Hunt. Dude, he travels all over the world and hunts like his. His pictures are phenomenal. I was actually thought about buying some of his camera gear before, and uh, I ran into that Lumix setup that I got now, so I ended up getting it. But, man, he he proposed to his wife on a ram hunt, and it was an, a successful hunt, and he proposed to her. How cool is that? 
Uh, you better keep her around if she's going <laughs> ram hunting with him. Dude, oh, oh my God, dude. I'm telling you, like, his <laughs> pictures on his Instagram were phenomenal. He's a super nice guy, too. And uh, I actually, whenever my old job, I used to change oil, and he uh, rolled up in there one time, and I had to pop his trunk for something. I think I was checking his tail lights and he had a bulb or something. He had to access it through the uh, through the trunk. But he had they, him and his buddy had brand new Matthews sitting back here. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, these are my kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, awesome, man. I'm going to have to check him out. Oh, yeah. He's a super, super nice guy. But um, anyway, I'm going to jump forward to another question that I kind of want to ask you. What is your favorite hunt since 2019 is almost over with? What would your favorite elk hunt be so far guiding? What was your favorite hunt the entire season? Um, my favorite hunt was probably um there I so I had a group of hunters from Wisconsin. Um it was a husband and wife and then uh the brother-in-law. And none of them had none of them had killed an elk. Uh they were up third season, so it was um early November. And the opening day, so did none of these, none of them had even seen an elk. Opening day, we pull up on this ridge, and I'm like, before we go any farther, I just want to step out of the truck here in glass. And right at daylight, man, we picked up two bulls. They were probably about a mile away. And uh, I was like, you guys want to go after them? They were like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So we, we drove up. Um, we drove up and got on the ridge they were on. And I was like, I think they're going to go back to this, this oak brush finger in bed. I was like, so we, we gotta, we gotta hurry up so we can get out there and beat, and beat them before they lay down. So we hauled bud down the ridge, man. And we get to this finger and I'm like, they gotta be here. Where are they? I hit a cow call and they came, they came right over the ridge. And I was like, they're right there. And I ranged them and uh, it was 300 yards and all three of them shot and missed the first time. Then man, it was it was funny because I was looking through my binos at the at the bulls. There there were two of them. Both of them were legal, and I was like, the front one's bigger. Uh, shoot that one first. And uh, I was looking through my binos, and I'm like, what is taking them so long to shoot? And I glance over, man. All of them were had like shaky legs. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to. Yeah, it was funny, man. I was like, calm down, guys. Calm down. It's okay. They're not gonna go nowhere. Um, and uh, like I said, they all missed their first shot and they started running. I cow called again. Um, they stopped and then uh, one of the hunters shot, got him. The other bull got away. Uh, but that hunt, it, it was just so cool, man, because they'd never seen a bull before. Um, and we picked it up on, we picked some up the first day and then he, uh, one of the hunters tagged out then. And then the next day, um, the other hunter tagged out so he got his bull and then so we had three more days because they they run five day hunts up there so we had three more days to get uh the guy's wife a bull and uh this th this hunt right here is my favorite but i had to lead into it a little bit um we got back it's it's the last day of the season we got back the from the morning hunt we didn't we, we hiked uh, 11 miles that morning and they were beat. We didn't see a single elk, man. We get back to uh, camp, and one of the other hunters was up there, but they only had a cow tag. And uh, they radio they radioed me in. And they said, "Cass, um, 
are your do your hunters want to come up here it, it was it was about a four mile hike and i was like yeah they do so we we go i just taken the tire chains off my truck because uh the mud had been drying up is this when you get stuck <laughs> yeah man i got stuck <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> so, oh, 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 yeah. instagram that was yeah, so funny i got stuck man so we were going up and there's this really sharp switchback on the mountain and uh I, I mean i was just crawling up at the first time i was in four low and i'm just sitting there spinning and i'm like dang it and i was like, all right so we had to back down and we punched it and we got up to the switchback and we got around the corner and uh my back end started sliding out a little bit and um the, <laughs> all three of them jumped out man they were scared uh but anyway so i backed down again and i was like hold on we'll, we'll get up there um i just put it in the ruts and i punched it and we, we made it up and then we uh so we get up to the top of the ridge and we start we made that three mile hike in about 45 minutes we were like we were like running man yeah, and, I was uh, gonna say that that's zooming. Yeah, yeah, we were we were booking it, man. Um, and we get up there and there's this bull. He was a, he was a good bull. He was probably a three thirty bull, um, but we couldn't get any closer than six hundred yards. So we we got her set up in the prone position, um, and she shot three times and missed. We walk. I walked over there, looked for blood. There's nothing. And we had about an hour of daylight left and she was crying, man. She was upset. We were trying to calm her down. Um, and I was like, well, it's all right. We, we got three miles back to the truck. We might pick up something. We, uh, walking back to the truck and we spotted this other bull down in the Canyon and we, uh, we had to run all the way around it to get, um, because so that that bottom of that Canyon, um, was private. So we couldn't go down after him. So we had to go all the way around and get on the same ridge as him. And we ran all the way around and we had about 15 minutes of shooting light left. And she killed that bull, man. It was, uh, so we killed three bulls in five days. It was awesome. Dude. Yeah. I was going to say, dude, that is, that is freaking awesome. So, yeah. so I, I know they're, they were probably shook up. Like whenever they first got to camp, they was probably like super stoked, excited, ready to get to going. But like, what was the reaction whenever they actually laid eyes on a bull that they wanted to shoot? Um, so what, what was good about them is they weren't picky. They were going for any legal bull and, uh, in Colorado, it's got to have four, um, four points on one side or a five inch brow tie. Um, so they weren't picky. What was nice, wh which was good. So, uh, when I found a bull or when someone spotted a bull, we would just put the spot and scope on it, see if it was legal. And, uh, we just went after it. But the first time they seen an elk, man, they were, they were ecstatic, dude. <laughs> the oh. life was jumping up and down. Um, I had to, I, the, the brother-in-law, um, he was, it took him a little bit to spot it. But after he seen an elk and knew what to look for, he was spotting elk left and right, man. Dude, yeah, dude, that would be. Dude, I, I don't. I can't even put it into words. That would be so awesome to just experience. Like, I just want to experience some bugling. Like waking up, at, like right at the crack of like daylight and just hearing them start bugling. I think that would be freaking awesome. Yeah, dude, it's uh, definitely if you're a hunter, I I recommend at least going on one elk archery hunt. 
Okay, well, uh, I might you know. I might do that instead of Caribou because I'm pretty sure it's a lot more affordable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I'm definitely gonna have to link up with you sometime, and uh, we're definitely gonna have to make some plans for 2020 if we can make it happen because I think it'd be pretty cool. This season kind of yeah. got uh, shut down due to uh, circumstances, but uh, I think it would be freaking sweet for 2020 to come around and us be able to link up and hunt, or at least do yeah, the total dude. archer challenge or something. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that would be awesome. They just put a, they just added a new um, event in Colorado this year for Total Archer Challenge. It's at Sunlight Resort. So, like, how many how many miles is the the uh, Total Archer Challenge? Like, how many miles does it cover? Is it like different everywhere they go? Um, so I went to last year. I went to Park City and then Big Sky, Montana. Um, and the like, all the shots are different, but. I would say the mileage as far as you're walking uh, there. I mean, it's pretty much the same and you're, you're probably walking three to four miles um, every course and they have three different courses. So you could shoot a different course each day. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. It definitely changes yeah. a lot of things up because I mean, around here are uh, like our 3d shoes is usually about the same everywhere you go. It's, you always got to like select the animal at every single range and it, it gets old doing the same thing, and they need to switch it up a little bit. But either way, it's a lot of fun. But the Total Archer Challenge seems like it's something like it's right up my alley. I love to hike. I love to go out and adventure and stuff. So I think it'd be pretty fun. Yeah, dude. And if you've uh, if you like if you're really serious about coming on an elk hunt, archer elk hunt, I re- I totally recommend that because they have it really simulates the shot angles you'll have, um, like shooting through trees and all the brush and you know it, it's just it's it's the most realistic 3d shoot i've ever been on yeah this, this sounds like like a blast okay so yeah. sam soho his his bus i know you've seen his bus is it everything that the public land and hunter could imagine it to be and more it's <laughs> dude it's it's crazy dude so uh we 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 met up with them in park city and then we did a fly fishing trip to big sky so we were on his bus for probably three days and it dude he has he he he's a genius when it comes to that he has it set up so i mean he basically lives in it and that's how it's set up man it's it's awesome he's doing a he's doing a van now though ain't he like a four yeah, van yeah i seen that uh that's a, a quigley van yeah dude that's uh, gonna be well that's gonna it's be not a quigley van but yeah, I, I can't wait to see how he gets that set up. It'll be sweet. Are you are you gonna take a ride in it too? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll see him at the Total Archer Challenge again this year. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Yeah, I think I think I actually texted you. I was like, dude, grab me a shirt. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> I couldn't remember what I said, but it was something funny or like give him a hug for me or something like that. It was pretty yeah, funny. that's what it was. <laughs> like, dude, just that's go to him and give him a hug. Just don't even tell him why. <laughs> I didn't give him a hug. I gave him a fist bump for you. <laughs> there you go. That'll work. <laughs> That'll work. Either way, skin touched, right? <laughs> You're fine. <right. laughs> so, um, goals for 2020. What is your biggest and single most important goal that you have for yourself going into 2020 that you want to reach before 2021? Um, for myself, um, I want to, uh, kill another bull on public land with my bow this year. Do you want to go like as a solo hunter or do you want to have a partner? Um, I'm going to have a partner just so I can film it. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, that, that, that's part of my goal is I want to get it on film. Uh, 
one of my good buddies down here, Cody Bell, he uh, he is just a straight killer, man. Like, there, I, in my mind, I think there's hunters and then there's killers. And oh, uh, that, that's a fact, right there. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. me, I'm, I'm a hunter. I I don't kill a lot of shit, but I love to hunt. <laughs> yeah. So Cody, he is a killer, man. But he is, so he's he's 29, so he's my age. Um, and he has killed about 10 bulls with his bow. Um, and he is, he just did, it's, he's just an elk minded killer, man. He knows exactly what they're going to do every time it's, I, I don't know how he does it, but he is one of the smartest elk hunters I've ever, elk, uh, ever elk hunted with. And, uh, He's been, uh, we went up and scouted the other day. Um, there was about four foot of snow and I got my truck stuck again. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched that one too. Trust me. Somebody yeah. Had to come pull you out. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I like getting stuck for some reason. I guess it's, I don't know. It's, I like it's the dodge, stuck. bro. It's the dodge. Oh, I don't know about that. I got a lift. <laughs> I got a lift coming and better tires. So hopefully I won't get <laughs> stuck anymore. Uh, but anyway, yeah, back to that. He, uh, he wants to kill. So we were talking about we're going to do a backpack hunt in for 10 days um, on this public land, and I'm hoping I can create a cool story of that with my camera and get a kill on film. So that that's my biggest goal for 2020. Hey, you have a uh, website as well, right? Yeah, it's uh, castviamedia.com. Yeah, uh, I was on that actually, I think it was last week, when it, right whenever I texted you. I think I was, I, yeah, I think that was whenever I got on there and I was checking it out. Dude, your your websites came a pretty good ways from when it was whenever you first texted me about it. I'm, I'm yeah, pretty stoked man. for you. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. I've uh, been just trying to pump out some some content and update that as much as I can. I my I I try to update it once a week. So so, so if if you were to give someone who is wanted to get into filming hunts and let's just say go on his own and be a creative like you are in a um, go out and find people that want to be filmed and maybe hook up with like someone else who also films to start their own gig. What, what's one recommendation that you can give for somebody to help publish their stuff to get the attention so that way they could grab a hold of some companies that help them out as well? Um, I would say uh, content is king, man. Just just get out there and if, if photography is your thing, just take as many photos you can. Um, learn while you're doing it. Um, get around like-minded people that like doing that. Also, that just just be a sponge and just take in everything there because everyone's styles different. Just try to take in um, as many styles as you can. And then once you learn your style, once you find your niche, focus on that a lot. So, so what, what would you say, like me personally, everybody has to start with a budget as well. Um, you can't just go out and blow a bunch of money and then you end up not liking it. You know what I mean? Like somebody has got to start with a budget that's budget friendly to kind of get themselves and learn their camera as much as they possibly can. Cause if you don't, I mean, this is just coming from me, from my experience. If you don't know your camera very well, then you, that's the first thing you need to learn is learn your camera. Yeah. Like it's the back of your hand. Could you agree with that? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. You got to be able to change your settings on the fly. Um, and definitely learn how to shoot in manual. Um, get off that auto button you can 
your camera is capable of so much more and you put it in that manual. Um, and that, and like you said, man, just learn it as much as you can. And the only way to do that is to get out and shoot as much as you can. So, um, with that being said, I know I'm jumping to, uh, subjects pretty quick. Uh, we're 30 minutes into this podcast, but, um, so I noticed you switched from Matthews to prime archery. What, what's, what's going on with that? Um, well, I, on that, uh, I, when we went to the total archery challenge, um, prime had a new, uh, flagship bow that it's out now. It's, it's the black series. Um, but it, they had the prototype there and they filmed a video for that. Um, and that was the fly fishing trip. And then when we got to big sky, we had a, uh, a photo shoot for their catalog. Um, and I helped on that photo shoot. Um, I took pictures of Johnny Utah and Tim Inslee. Um, and they gave me a bow for that man. And I'm, I'm not affiliated with them or anything, but I just, I shot that bow and I just feel more confident in that than I did with my Matthews. And the reason being, I think is it's a, it's a little, it's a longer ATA. So I got a 33 inch, um, ATA and I was shooting a triax before. Sure. Uh, ATA. Yeah. Shorter ATA. And I loved that for the tree stand hunting when I lived down South, but um, I just really like that longer ATA um, out here in the West. It, you generally have a little longer shots. I just feel more accurate with it. That's that's why I changed uh, to prime. Well, oh, for sure. I mean, you're also not just a five foot nine person either. You're over six foot tall. So your string yeah. angle, your string angle and your draw length's got a lot to do with that too. I'd say, right? Yeah, exactly, man. And I I, I changed my whole bow setup. Actually, I went with a little longer stabilizer. It helped me. Um, I I switched up my sight. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really digging my, my bow setup right now. I'm, I'm pretty confident in it. Are you, are you still shooting a, a rear stab on this bow too? Uh, say that again. Are you shooting a rear stab? On uh, this no, bow? I'm not. I'm not. So I went to the, uh, oh man, I forgot what it was called. It's the stabilizer that holds your arrows in, in it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, yeah. Um, oh, what is his op- freaking name? Cameron archery. Haynes shoots that. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Cameron Haynes shoots that, don't he? Yeah, yeah, it's by Option Archery. Um, and what what I like about it is it lightened up my bow. Um, it lightened it up a little bit because my 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 overall bow is actually just a little heavier, but it lightened up um, like my center weight, and I have more weight out front now a little bit, and I really like that. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it's actually working for you. I just remember. I know uh, last time we talked before season started, you were shooting a Matthews, and before you went to mm-hmm. the uh, the TAC. So I'm glad that uh, you got a new bow and you're enjoying it pretty well. Prime is uh, Prime has came a long way from what everybody's been telling me. I, I don't follow them a whole lot, so I'm sorry, Prime, if you're listening to this. But I've always shot Matthews, and that's what I'm currently shooting now. I'm still a Halon lover. I can't get rid of this bow if I wanted to. Yeah. I'm just well, super comfortable with it. So Yeah, exactly. Well, man, what honestly what drives me kind of crazy about the outdoor industry is if you don't shoot in a certain bow brand, you no one likes you. Honestly, I just I just try to get people in into the hunting industry and get them out on their hunts and when someone asks me what what bow brand I sh- they should get, I just tell them to go down to the bow shop and Whatever shoot as many comfortable. bows. Yeah, shoot as many bows as you can and whatever one you feel that is the best for you 
get that one. Yep, I, I'm the I'm the same way. That's why I still shoot yeah. a 2016 model Halon. Like I'm 100% confident in this bow. I love this bow, and I don't see myself separating it for a pretty good while. Uh, I shot the VXR. I'm not gonna lie, it's a pretty sweet bow. I fell in love with it. But did you like it? Oh my god, dude, yes. I, honestly, man, they so it still what, has what, their. Go ahead. What What did you like more on the, the VXR grip. than you? Oh, so the grip's different now. I I haven't even looked at it, honestly. Yeah, well, they came out with the, the new style grips since the Tri-X. I think it was the Tri-X when they came out with them. And um, I really I really like that, that grip style, but it's just not enough to sell me on it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's, that's another yeah. $1,000 to pitch out just for a grip whenever I'm already shooting comfortably and I'm shooting good with the bow I got now. So I don't, yeah, see, exactly. I don't see why I would upgrade to it just because it's the big hype thing now. Um, I would I will say this, though. Since they integrated the the uh, the rest into the riser where it has like the uh, the rail system on it, yeah. Oh my dude, that's awesome. I'm not gonna lie, that that is that is freaking cool. They come out with a micro like adjustable. Yeah, they come out with a micro adjustable drop away rest, and that thing, oh my, it's sweet. But like I said, that's I awesome. am shooting what I like, and I don't see myself tearing away from it for a while unless I just get a wild wild hair up my butt and just. Go out and buy it, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. That's awesome. Is that I'm, is that rest uh, limb driven? No, it's not. It is. Uh, it still connects to your cable, your uh, bus cable. I got you. So I am. Uh, I have switched my rest to the limb driven, and the only reason why, man, is uh, I had a hunter. Um, I was guiding a hunter archery elk this year, and uh, we were walking through oak brush, and he he had a limb driven system. Uh, and I don't know I don't know what happened, but the oak brush caught on that um, the string for his his rest, and it broke. And I was freaking out because I was like, "What are you gonna do? Like, we're gonna have to hike back." He's like, "No, no, no." He pulled out his uh like a little kit from his backpack, and he he fixed it right there. He didn't have to tune anything. All he had to do was tie it back to his limb there. And yeah, that's I was cool. like, yeah, I was like, Oh, if I'm doing a backcountry hunt, I'm definitely going to that limb driven system. So like I shoot all HHA, like I have the, uh, optimizer kingpin light, which is the single okay. pin. And then I have the, uh, the Virtus rest, but mm -hmm. dude, I'm, I'm going to switch from a single pin to they're going to come out with a four pin this year and oh yeah dude it's going to be awesome so and it's still going to have the dial on it so you can go for like your tape zero to, or 20 to 100 but it's going yeah. to be a four pin system because they already had a three pin but they're going to come out with a uh, four pin system from what i've been hearing so i'm definitely probably going to look into that and the only reason why i say that dude when the rut is here i don't have time <laughs> to try to sit there and move yep. my dial i mean i like it for target shooting and you know sighting my bow in and this that and the other but when it comes to rut functional hunting, dude, it's a pain in the ass. Like, yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're running gotten, around everywhere. Oh my god. Yeah, I've gotten that's got me in trouble down south. So, but I can't, I can't get away from the single pin for some reason. I just, I feel so much more accurate with it. My housing's not cluttered up. Um, hey, I feel the same. I feel the same way, but I just feel like I should see on the good thing about, I don't know if every other single pins like this, but the AJHA, I do know for a fact you can take the single pin housing off 
because it's, it's only two boats that go on there and keep yep. the you have two tapes okay you have like two different sets of tapes or wheels that you can put on your site so you can actually just put one like you know make a little tag on it where it's like single pin put the single pin stuff together and then whenever you put your your three or four pin housing on there you can have the tape for your three or four pin housing and then just make sure your tape set back on 60 yards where your site is your uh, elevation and you can switch them in and out and they still be dead on accuracy both ways that uh, that's what uh, i'm understanding about it it, oh, I'm, that'll I'm be out so that way like whenever it's target season i can just switch to my single pin and put my uh put my dial on there and it'll be perfect and then whenever it's time to hunt i can switch them back out and have my four pins plus my slider yeah that's like best of both worlds right there oh dude i'm telling you i, I love <laughs> i love hha products like i like them but i do want to try everybody's telling me to go to a limb driven rest and I'm, I'm really thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, put it to consideration. Yeah, I would, I would recommend it. Uh, just, I, just for the fact that if you're in the woods and something happens, uh, you can just fix it right there. You, yeah. you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to tune it or anything. Um, and it, it's just, man, it's, I don't know, it's, it's just bulletproof to me. That's, that's why I changed to it. So, um, not to throw any other names out there, nothing, but, um, oh, Elite Archery is coming out, came out with their Cure this year, the K-U-R-E. Dude, okay. that bow's sweet. That bow is, is sweet. sweet. Oh, yes. You're going to make listen- me go down. No, you're no. Make- <laughs> well, listen now, listen. I was, I was listening <laughs> to a working class bow hunter and stuff, and they were talking about it in one of their episodes, and, dude, they got something this year. Like, it, it's going to be big. I really honestly believe it's going to be big ah that'll be awesome i'm yeah. excited to see what it'll be then they've, they've changed they've changed a lot of stuff it's gonna huh. you don't have to have a press for it anymore i would say that you don't have to have a press for it no are they are they releasing this at ata this year yeah oh that's coming yeah. up yeah dude it's gonna be sweet that's all i'm gonna say but again i'm never gonna get rid of my Matthew, so it doesn't really matter <laughs> You'll, you'll, you'll get rid of it soon. Uh, no, I'll just probably keep it, and it'll hang up in my podcast room. That's probably what it'll be <laughs> doing, collecting dust. Uh, but, okay, so um, last question of the podcast here. What is one piece of equipment that you cannot go out with, that you cannot go out of your house with if you did not have a camera or a phone while hunting? One piece if I didn't have my camera or phone. Yep, like you were not allowed to have your camera or your phone. What is one piece of equipment that you cannot go without hunting? Man, that's tough. I told you I had a good um, one for you. One piece. Um, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this, dude. So when it comes to cold, I'm kind of a wimp. Oh, don't say hand warmers. Come on. No, no, but I need my gloves, dude. <laughs> your gloves? Yeah. So, so I, no I, compass? I, no, I, I, I'm, I'm good with directions um I, I don't feel i'd like i'd need that um i'm telling you man if i get cold i'm done I, I, all right and it's so, my so you're gonna leave your house without a compass a headlamp and you're gonna go with some gloves <laughs> yeah gloves dude that's what i'm going with man <laughs> i feel like i feel i'm I, i'm i'm a, i feel like i'm kind of like a woodsman i know my way around <laughs> I, I can build a fire um I need my I gloves, can, though, man. I can see you out there freezing. You got a pair of gloves. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, it would be terrible. I'm telling you, dude. My if, your clothes if be my fingers, drenched. Yeah. If my fingers get cold, I'm done. I will. <laughs> if I'm in the middle of an elk herd and my fingers are cold, I'm, I'll I'll leave the elk there. That's how dude, bad it is. You're so full of shit. <laughs> no, I swear, dude. It has happened before. Oh, it happened the other. It happened the other day. We were goose hunting, and we had we had to park the truck about 500 yards off the field. And I forgot my gloves in the truck, and we had geese working, man. We had geese working. I was with my buddy Cody. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, Cody, I gotta go. And I got up and walked and got my gloves, man. <laughs> Jesus <telling> Christ! <laughs> it's my gloves, dude. Screw an extra pair of socks. We need some gloves. <laughs> No, I, I bring extra gloves, too. That's the only thing extra I bring clothing-wise. Oh, my Lord. You're something else. All <laughs> right, guys. Well, that is the end of the first episode here for Project Hunt. I hope you enjoyed the first episode. If you uh, if you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, uh, you're more than welcome to send me an email with some information at projecthuntpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, hopefully we hear from you soon. Thanks, guys, and I uh, hope you have a good day. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. I think it went good, dude.